Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today's episode is brought to you by Movement Watches. That's right, we have a sponsor, Movement Watches. That's MVMT. Go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl and you can get 15% off. A very, very nice watch. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is the final of the live podcast I recorded at some Velvet Morning. Thank you to everyone who was coming out those six Sundays. It was so much fun, and I think it's a very good one to end on. This one, it was an epic podcast. It went for almost two hours. You'll see that a lot's been cut out. Everyone was in very fine form. It was so good, and thank you to everyone who came along. Now, it wouldn't be a Don't You Know Who I Am without a little bit of a, a, a warning at the top about some of the quality of the sound. It sounded great in the room. Great in the room. The recording, though, one person, and I won't say who it was, but you'll quickly find out, someone with the most radio experience of any of the guests, um, had his mic down near his navel. Um, Hamish, come on, lift it up. And I should have been on top of it, and, I, and I, just, well, I think I was just excited that Hamish was coming and doing the podcast. And so I've had to bump his sound up a lot. You don't miss anything. It's all, it's all there. So just when he talks, you go, oh, that's it. That, I can hear a little hiss. It's fine, though. It's, it's really good. And the quality of the podcast is so good, hopefully you don't even worry about it. So there you go. Now, some other housekeeping stuff. I am going to be in Sydney on October 8 doing a live Don't You Know Who I Am. Sydney listeners, if you're out there, please come along. Tickets are at joshearl.com.au. Go there. It's only $10. It's a Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Very good way to spend your Sunday afternoon. We've just done six in Melbourne. They loved it. All of them sold out, so thank you for that. So I'd love it if that happened in Sydney as well. I've got some great guests already lined up and a whole bunch of people who have never done the show before, uh, which is going to be lots and lots of fun. So moving on to the possible campaign. In the next 24 hours, you will receive an email from me confirming which taping you are coming to if you said you want to come to the taping. Also, the people here at Stupid Old Studios, they've been very nice, and they said, oh, we can actually fit more people, Josh. I thought it was going to be quite small. No, they can fit more. So I am going to then open up the tickets uh, and sell they're going to be like ten dollars again and you can come along so that'll be up very soon if you're in melbourne and want to come along to one of the tapings that'll be awesome so that'll happen all very soon and no doubt if you follow me on uh follow me on facebook that's where i'm going to do this i've decided facebook i'm going to do it on my facebook page joshua comedian follow it there i'll set up an event you can you know be reminded once a week i'm not really i'm not really big on facebook but that's my new thing for this thing. This will be where I do it. So Joshua Comedian on Facebook, that's where you'll find the information for the tapings for the pilot. I think that's all I need to say. Uh, at the end of the podcast as well, I make a mention of where I'll be. If you're in Brisbane and you want to come and see my kids show, if you've got kids aged between like five and ten, they'll really like it. It's a show called Olive Rubber Tree at the Brisbane Arts Festival. So come along and say, hey, at the end of it, uh, I'm a listener of the podcast and that'll make me feel good. So I think that's all for me. Uh, This is a massive one. So enjoy, and I'll see you back in the studio next time. All right, here you go.
and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. Uh, thank you for coming to the final of our live series here at Sun Velvet Morning. Give up for Sun Velvet Morning. Yay! <laughs> my name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, I share my name with someone who did, posted on the discussion forum for the website Gymnastic Bodies <laughs> this question. Getting started as an older man. I'm 68 years old and recently thought about getting into gymnastics. Any tips? <laughs> it set off a thread of over 200 responses arguing if 68 was old or not. Like, if you are a listener to the podcast, this is a show where I get four very funny people and quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest, he shares his name with a student at the University of Sydney, an audio supervisor at Channel 7 in Brisbane and the president of Moonshine Management in Washington. Please welcome it to Lawrence Mooney. Do you want to sit right next to me, Uncle Gus? Here we go. Uncle hey, Lawrence. Gus. Uncle Gus is you what I call you. You better explain Uncle Gus. I just, for one day, I thought, I thought you looked like an Uncle Gus, and so I just started calling you Uncle Gus. Is that the no, story? No, that's not the story. What's the story? <laughs> What's the story, Uncle Gus? Because um, you call me Jerly Bird. Yeah, Jerly Bird, and you uh, call me something to do with Gusset. Oh, Gusset, uh, yeah. Gusset Munch. Gusset uh, Munch, yeah. yes. Gusset Munch, yes. You said, I said, oh, g'day Jerly Bird, and you go, oh, g'day Gusset Munch. And I went, <laughs> oh, that's awesome, because it includes one of my favourite words, Gusset. Yes. And uh, then it became Uncle Gus. Yes. From Gusset Munch. Because Gusset Munch is hard to sustain. Yeah, I don't want to say that around people. Goes, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now, you've just got back from overseas. I have. A uh, 20-city tour with um, Public Enemy and <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. So, <laughs> Did you say Public Enemy because you just went to the toilet? Yeah, just went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking around for yeah. material, I went, fuck it. I played um, with the curtains, oh yeah. great. Uh, no, okay. I have been in the Mediterranean, in oh. Malta and Sicily. Uh -huh. yeah. That's nice for some. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just uh, spending the end of those ABC dollars now that I'm no longer... But you got your Triple M money. Yeah, like that's right, that sweet Triple M money. <laughs> See you ABC. Doing your mouth See you public broadcaster. I agree with Pauline, tear it down. <laughs> tear it down. Pauline, I know it's not right, but every time I think of that cunt in the burqa, <laughs> I just, just crack up. It's just so stupid, so incredibly stupid that you can't but. I'm beginning laugh or to think cry. she's no good. I'm just, uh, just. Isn't it? The more you hear about her. Yeah, I'm just. just anyway. Joining us also is a comedian, a writer and an actor whose IMDb star meter ranking went up 2,355 places this week alone. Well done. Please welcome it, Celia Pacola. I'll take your coat for you. Yeah, hey. Hello. Hello. Hey, um, how are you doing? You look very confused at that little uh, tidbit. Yes. What does that mean? Do I, I don't get know. some sweet dollar bills from that? What does that mean? I, uh, <laughs> either 2,334 people died and you just went up in the rankings or you okay. did something really good this week. Oh. Were you on a TV show? I had a pretty great nap this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, know, I didn't know word got out about that. But, um, <laughs> there you go. And you've also just I've finished. also been overseas. Tasmania. Yes. Yay. Love that joke. Never get sick of it. Uh, <laughs> Can yes. we go through our Tassie jokes? 
Please have you got, do. Have you got a, when you go to Tassie, do you take a map of Tasmania or...? For the listener at home, can you please draw what Celia's face you thought might have done then? <laughs> that would be great. That squiggle mouth. No, there's not really any. We sort of made a rule, the Tassie joke, because we're down there in, in amongst it, yeah, we're not really... We sort of stay away from any of the classic. Let it go, Lawrence. Inbred stuff, yeah. yeah. That's that's all. Yeah. That's not that's, that's not, not right. Good. No. Look at me for anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 our next guest, he shares his name with a mine surveyor at BHP Billiton in Perth, an offshore drilling supervisor in Singapore, and a New Zealand wheel alignment technician. Please welcome Hamish Blake. <laughs> I'm just going to turn this off. Thanks, guys. Thanks um, for coming. You've never done the podcast before. No, I've never done it before. And I just uh, learned about three people with better jobs than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really impressed by the other Hamishes. Good on you guys. <sighs> Good to be here. Yeah. Um, did you, so did you know about any of them? About any of those Hamishes? Any Hamishes. Yes. I did a bit of... I worked for BHP for a bit. And we yeah. <laughs> uh, me and the other Hamish Blake had a lot of, lot of laughs about that. And in the end, it, it, it just wasn't a big enough company for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to leave. <laughs> Because I found all these guys on LinkedIn. And sure. are you on LinkedIn? Uh, we'll be next year. We're finishing radio. <laughs> so <laughs> I shall need a job. Because someone may have already set it up for you. Because there's a Hamish Blake, no picture though, in Melbourne, freelancer. And I reckon he's going, doing that going, people are going to think this is the real Hamish Blake. <laughs> and we get some sweet me. bunts. <laughs> It is. Man. <laughs> uh, no, no have, I've actually never met another Hamish. Wait, I've met a lot of other Hamishes who are animals. It became it was quite popular for oh. a while there to, to if you had like two cats or two gerbils or whatever to call them Hamish and Andy. Yeah. And um, we actually did we did think we did think once on the radio because it just seemed like the Hamishes died a lot earlier than the Andys. <laughs> like, it's a kiss of death. And and I, like statistically, if you've got two goldfish, one's Hamish, one's Andy. Like Hamish, he won't see. Run. Next, he won't okay. see next week. <laughs> It really is the kiss of death. I'm surprised I'm alive after all the anecdotal evidence from the animal kingdom. And finally joining us is a man who shares his name with a financial controller at Trans Transtank or Trans Tank. Please be Trans Tank. Trans Tank. <laughs> yeah. Australia's number two most popular fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the marketing manager for Star Casinos in Sydney and the director of athletics at University of Colorado Boulder. Please welcome, it's Dave Callis. <laughs> now, hi, Dave. Trans Stank. <laughs> yeah, Trans. Tr trans tank. We're going to say trans tank. There's, there's also a comedian in Sydney called David Callan. Did yes. you know that yeah, as well? He's yeah, quite a, a formal version. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the arrangement we came to because <laughs> we're both the same name. So he goes David and I go David. He's yeah. you when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. me when mum wants to call yeah. me <laughs> for something. He was an ASIO officer, wasn't he? And uh, yeah. Yeah, did yeah. Uh, mm. a show about being a spy. Yep. Yeah. All right, we can't right. go back yeah. now, can we? We tried to settle it one time because I kept getting phone calls asking about ASIO <laughs> and I think he kept getting offers of gigs and stuff. So um, he Is that how he got so into it? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we decided to have a dance-off at the comedy festival at the Hi-Fi Bar I remember this and whoever uh, won would keep the name, yeah? And so um, I at one point... Oh, by the way, whoever lost 
like whoever won kept the name, whoever lost was going to be called Fuckhead McGinty. <laughs> so, this is a high stakes dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I decided to make a bold move. So I just, there was a cage for some reason on the stage. So I like climbed up the, the cage, kind of King Kong style, and started dancing on top of it, waving my hands around. Technicians appeared out of nowhere to hold it in place <laughs> and, uh, and jumped down. But we decided it was a draw anyway. So uh, then we decided to both be called Fuckhead McGinty. <laughs> but nobody's enfor- we haven't enforced that each other used the name yet. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a LinkedIn, so maybe he is using it on LinkedIn. So anyway, well, Who's on LinkedIn? I, me, to do this show. It's right, the only okay. reason I find these is, people. Okay, just yeah. by show of hands, who's on LinkedIn? Oh, oh, lots of hands went up. A lot of, hey, hands. People have jobs, lot of the latecomers, oh. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my mind's put that on your profile. My mind's still spinning a bit with someone from Russia calling up Dave Callan going, would you give us some secrets? <laughs> <laughs> Just on a slow Sunday going, yeah, fine, I'll meet you in the park. Um, bring cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's a map of Pine Gap. Really? It's a crayon on a serviette. Well, I was going to take you the proper one. But, uh. I don't want to go to Gorky Park. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> people are listening. Are we, are we almost need, yeah. yeah, we almost need to save people. I hope yeah. that was Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I just ask? I'm assuming because this didn't come up for me, you couldn't find. There's no other me. No other One Cedar Colas. Yep. Oh. You and Bart Freeband are the only two people oh. on the show who have not had any other names. Oh, really? And yep. never been seen in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Looking at you with your luscious eyelashes, just like Bart. <laughs> Okay, our first game is called Social Me Me Media. I'll read out a status update by the one of you four, and you have to buzz in if you think you know who it is. Your names are your buzzer. You can't buzz in for your own ones, Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know, you just looked a bit confused. Well, yeah. You can buzz in for Dave's as Dave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can't guess for your own, so you got to Gorky take a Park. <laughs> Okay. Fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, that was Lawrence. Oh, well. come back, Lawrence. Okay, question one. Who wrote this? No phones in cinemas, guys, except for ten minutes into every animation where you have to Google who voices the cat because it's killing you. David. Yes, David. Is that the buzzword? I say my you name. You say your name, yeah. Okay, David as real David. Um, was that Celia? That was Hamish Blake. A point oh. there for Hamish. Oh. But putting out some gear just like Celia would. Uh, putting yeah. out attempted Pequala comedy. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't hit the mark, but I was having a go. I, I'm the I, same. I do that with every single animation. I'm going, oh, that n- yeah. voice is buzzing me and it's always Billy Tim Crystal. Allen. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, Tim or, Allen. Or um, Putty from Seinfeld. Oh, like, yes. Putty from Seinfeld oh. does a lot of voices. Mm. Yeah. Um, the mic's cut out here in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, if you're listening at home, everyone just lost their shit. <laughs> Most of the crowd left and uh, are going to rent some putty voiced <laughs> animations. Okay, <laughs> trivia. No, no, that's, that's, that's trivia. I mean, which which character funny. did Rove play in uh, Finding Nemo? Well, we have I Rove's. Uh, be- uh, you're Rove's oh, better man, half. Dave. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know but that did you, you said better half. No, I said best man. <laughs> we're not he said better we're half. Not, we're not married. <laughs> not yet. Not yeah. in this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, he, he played a little fish, didn't he? No, he played a crab. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Did he, and was did he, he not suba- say anything or he got cut out? I'm pretty sure he played a crab. <laughs> Maybe, or a did he play a crab? Yeah. 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 But it How do you guys know that off the top of your head? <laughs> no, I don't want to brag here, um, 
But uh, I mean, this, this segment's called Me, Me, Media. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're looking at a guy that had the opportunity to voice one line uh, in Baby Boss, the recent what? Alex Did you do what? it? Uh, no, it was the Australian version only. It was for a security guard, and I had to do something like they were like, we can't pay you, but if you could post 10 times on social media about how fun the opportunity is, <laughs> that'd be really helpful for us. I was like, like guys. I'm busy. Like, yeah. I would just stay at home and do 10 lines in my own animation. <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, no, and then I watched the movie. I can't figure out where the character was. I didn't think it even made it into the movie. Do you remember what the line was? No, but it was it was something like, hey, get back here. Or some classic. Oh, my God. You yeah, know. That was... So easily could have been on T-shirts, hats. I could, <laughs> yeah, have, <laughs> I could have been huge. <laughs> okay, our, wow. next, our next question is this one. Waitress in cafe just called me my love, and a second later, a three-legged dog went past. I am not emotionally equipped for this day. Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. That is Celia for You are right, yes. Oh, my God. Whatever, Lawrence. so crazy. That's Celia. Like a moment later. Like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. She's like, all right. Did I say my love? My love. Yeah, yeah. She said, no worries, my love. And I was like, ah! And then <laughs> the dog, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Broke me apart. It was wonderful. I had a... Uh, <laughs> are you, uh, I had a uh, amputee omen for a while. Whenever I fell deeply in love with someone, very shortly after that, I would see a one-armed woman. What? That's the craziest thing I've that, ever yeah, heard. Yeah, and and, and, and it happened happen. a couple of times. It's like, I was sure I was watching a lot of Northern Exposure at the time. <laughs> and <laughs> It's a deep cut. But, uh, so every time you happened. fall in love I'd with really, someone... Really, really fall in love with someone, I would, would shortly s- after that I would see a one-armed woman. Did you have the instance where you had to say to someone, look, I thought we were in love? <laughs> but, but I haven't I've, seen the amputee yet. my eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen what I need to see. So you're not the one. She's behind you. Oh, I so am in love. Okay, question three. A woman laughed so hard she threw up at tonight's show. Or she was crook. Or she thought about having sex with me. Anyway, a woman threw up. <laughs> David. <laughs> yes, David. Was that Lawrence Mooney? You are correct. That was Lawrence <laughs> Mooney, yes. <laughs> really threw up hard, too. Uh, like, you know I gave yeah. that away? A splashy. Crook. 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 I thought you were going to say That's the fact that he laughed at it at the end. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Anyway, no, that's me. Uh, how far into the show was it? Towards the end of yep. the show. So she she stayed the distance yeah. and a big finish. Cause, cause I, I, yeah, I had it in the first 15 minutes of a show and it was a kid who was 16 who had food poisoning and after the show, because he came back into the room, and after the show, he said, oh, I was going to do it in my bag, but my homework's in there. I'm like, fuck, I wish you did it in your bag. Because <laughs> for the show, it was just there. I ha- Luckily, I'm not that popular, so half the room could just go to the other side of the room. <laughs> and I could just do it there. But it was just stayed there until the cleaners came about 30 minutes later. And then we cleaned it up. And then oh, wow. people were like, oh, do we just stop the show? I'm like, oh, we'll just do it. There's 10 minutes left. Let's do it. Oh, God forbid we ruin some homework. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, thank you for not doing it. Thank you know, on your homework. This is, don't worry, this is where I work. But yeah. don't worry about that. Like, this is my livelihood. But... So since it was a 16-year-old kid, that means it was either a festival show or a cruise ship, right? It was a festival show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A cruise ship, no. Lots of food poisoning, though. Lot, uh, I, yeah. yeah. And underage yeah. drinking, you'd assume. Yes. Yeah. You'd have to assume. You'd have to assume. Are there 16 year olds on cruise ships? Big time, babe. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's children and then there's adults, so I assume there's everyone in between. I, They're not going to restrict teenagers from going. That's an unhappy 16 year old on a yeah. cruise ship. That's not necessarily. That's, that's there's some other 16 year olds and you're up and about. That's a f- you're on a ship, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the pain. With your parents, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, with your parents. It's you they 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 are beside a pool drinking Coronas at eleven a.m. <laughs> you are somewhere fingering or being fingered. <laughs> as long as it's on that day's schedule. Yeah. <laughs> one of our radio producers at work, this is probably one of my favourite stats ever as a, as, a, as a human being, she holds the illustrious title of, she was working for, um, I want to say Proud's Jewelers, or maybe it was a Zamel's, um, they went, she was 16, went on a team building exercise. Um, they decided to take the crew to puppetry of the penis. <laughs> she got hammered on cask beforehand, went into puppetry of the penis, spewed in her handbag in the front row, and was made to, was asked by the bouncer to sit out for half the show. <laughs> As I said, listen, you know, sit out for the windmill wristwatch. <laughs> Just like shake it off, and you can come back in and see the end. Come back for the hamburger. That's a cue. And we'll call it a night. So I got the windsurfer, the big finish, <laughs> where they get blown off stage. That's that, great. That's, that's that's sort of how strict Can the security is. To some of the escalations in those sentences were beautiful. Yeah. She got hammered on cask beforehand. Just to get ready for it. That was a real roller coaster. I enjoyed that. And I've probably got the wrong jewels here, so I'm not, you know. Whoever it was. It yeah. might have been Angus and Coot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could have been Tiffany's. I don't know. Like, the I Australian Diamond Company, like perhaps. It wasn't. But the manager's gone. Diamonds for men who love women who love diamonds. <laughs> That's yeah. the ad. What? Is that what it is? Diamonds for Australian men. Diamond Company. Diamonds <laughs> for men who love women who love diamonds. <laughs> Have you, got, have you got sponsorship? That's now, an escalation. Is that the guy who, who wears the, the tuxedo? <laughs> is that the guy in the tuxedo in the I don't city know. It's just I listen That's to SEN and there's always ads on is there. The, is the koala still working for the Australian Diamond Company? <laughs> no, that's the Australian <laughs> Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Australian I'm Conservation I'm Foundation. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you, I'm a pretty lazy reader. I, I hit the first word. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> you're, the koala, you're the diamond koala. <laughs> okay, question four. <laughs> If your dad hasn't said there is no marriage equality, according to your mum, I'm always bloody wrong, then take him back to the dad factory. Hamish. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hamish. <laughs> yeah. I reckon dad factory feels like a Dave Gallant. You are correct, Hamish. <laughs> a point there for Hamish. Can you read that again, please? If your dad has not said there is no marriage equality, according to your mum, I'm always bloody wrong, uh-huh. then take him back to the dad factory. It's good. It's Excellent. It's very good. It's it checks out. Is that, is that a <laughs> 140 characters. 140 characters. Got them all in. Well done. Well done. <laughs> all right. Next question. We'll move on. Okay. Can someone tell hotels that nobody's used a clock radio or an Ethernet socket since 2009? <laughs> <laughs> Celia. Yes, Celia. Lawrence. That was Dave Callan. Oh, oh. Double DC. I laughed Lucky just boy. to throw you I off. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell but you what, though. True. I tell you who's using Ethernet cables. This was probably only about two years ago. I was at a hotel in Canberra. And I went to them like, oh, is there Wi-Fi in the room? Just as it was, I was just there for one night to check in. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, there's internet throughout the whole, you know, your whole room's got internet. I was like, okay, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> there's no dead patch like, <laughs> near the closet. And so I was like, that's a weird way to phrase Wi-Fi. But it made sense when I got to the room because it was a 10-metre long internet. <laughs> no shit. In the desk drawer, it was like... And in, it was like you could wire half a street. With this. So he was like, oh, he's right. Yeah. You can plug it in and just go wandering around the room. You'll never be without the internet in the room. When it comes to 
trying to switch shit off in a hotel room. Like you're trying like to unplug the, the alarm clock, or, but also switch all the lights off so you can be in bed with no lights. Yep. Yeah, they do that. There's always one fucking, fucking light that the switch is like in the fridge and the light yeah. is behind yeah. you. We won't tell you where <laughs> But also like, the, the <laughs> fucking smoke alarm has just got a piercing red light that goes through your eyelids and into your fucking... <laughs> Hippocampus, it's like <laughs> fucked up. And the bat, like often you get. I, I seem to hit the battery clock. You know the cheap one that just goes, <laughs> like the, the one the one double A battery clock that, oh. that just oh. is so loud. Oh. And I'm like, I can't be the only person who just takes the battery out and leaves it here. Room service must see this every day. <laughs> in every room oh. that people dismantle this clock, yeah. get rid of them. I don't do that. I can't be the only one. I saw there's some pretty grim places in the in the UK doing gigs, like overnight places. And there was this one place that the whole house was like a lockbox. Like you turn up and there's a code to get the thing to get the key to get into the room. And there was just this one room where I was in there and it was the kind of room where it couldn't be sure, but you thought maybe, like not sure, but it could have had a camera in the shower, like oh, that kind of yeah. place. And then you're like, that, you're just like, oh, uh, I don't know what to do about it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Got, yeah. If you're washing... Here with, a big, with an esky yeah. with a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're washing and you think, you, you, that's going through your mind, you think, no, fuck it, there is a camera. Put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just go... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I use the conditioner first just to weird about. I just do something strange like use yeah. right. conditioner first and then shampoo just to keep. Them. Yeah. Oh yeah, or just wash the back of your arm. Just one minute. <laughs> okay, question six. Feeling like I've got too much work on at the moment, then realise I actually just have a lot of TV I'm trying to keep track of. <laughs> Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. Sounds like Hamish. You are correct. It was Hamish Blake. Yes, point there for Lawrence. You're busy. Very busy. None of us would have said got too much work on at the moment. (laughs) Even if we had. That was peak season. I think that Mm. was somewhere around... Like, I think I was was taking my wife back through Breaking Bad and US Survivor was on and that was... It was wow. like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were trying to, you know, raise children. It was very difficult. Something had to give, and unfortunately it was the kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> feel like that, doesn't it? You're like, oh, God. Yeah, because it was right when Best Chicken Man was peaking on Breaking Bad. So I was like, yeah. well, we're not dropping it here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny, you can just fend for yourself for two weeks. That's <laughs> boyos. Question seven. My mum just showed me a photo, and I tried to expand it with my fingers. <laughs> Hamish. Yes, that, Hamish. Is that... Seals. That is Lawrence Mooney. Oh, point there for Lawrence. <laughs> Trying to pretend like he's too tech f- for the world. <laughs> I seriously did. Um, it was in an album, and uh, I. Oh, no, that, no. <laughs> who's, who, Weirdly, my mum's got a photo album uh, from the 60s just full of her face and meals she ate and I just went are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> she was way before yeah, her time Instagram, <laughs> Instagram before her time it was just her doing sunset selfies and food <laughs> alright next one this is quite a long one I found it on Facebook so here we go nobody wants to listen to white people's opinions anymore <laughs> <laughs> well guess what we saw this coming that's why we did those TED talks for 30 years Jokes on you, humanity. Us white folks already said everything we wanted to say. Lawrence Mooney. Yes, Lawrence. Chris Lilly. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to get a laugh no matter what the context was if I said Chris Lilly. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you have an answer? And then I'll tell my Chris Lilly story. Uh, Dave Cowan. You are correct. It was Dave Cowan, yes. Can I tell a quick fun fact? <coughs> I want to hear Chris Lilly's story. Yeah, here, I'll go but, back to um, I got banned from Facebook for three days. That lasted for five days. And the reason was uh, community standards picked up on a status I made, which was SMH white people. SMH being shake my head. So I got banned for three days for shaking my head at white people. <laughs> and I'm not sure if there was a human being involved or whether it was just an algorithm that, that picked up on it, like the white and the people together. But the algorithm, A, didn't have a sense of humor, and B, didn't check my color. <laughs> yeah, maybe we thought it was like white supremacists or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah right. This might be a group. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sydney Morning Herald white people. <laughs> that, is a, that is a group. <laughs> All right, question nine. Can someone please explain to me why funny women are intimidating? They're not scary. They're funny. It's a bonus, you dumb shits. <laughs> David. Yes, David. Celia. You are correct. Yes, it was Celia. Yes. I'm going to suggest... Thank you. That suggests that's Celia on a cuff for a couple of wines. That's, that's, I'm just about to start a fight with someone. That's really... I have no memory What's of that, but I stand you? by it. <laughs> you fucking dumb shit. But it's... Last letter was the last one was just Greg. <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah you make it very general, but it's oh. it's addressed to someone, oh, isn't it? I, I used to read the stars in um, the Herald Sun all the time, religiously. Uh, I wouldn't buy the Herald Sun. I'd find it somewhere. Jonathan Kainer. And I started to, because I'm, I'm a Torian. That's why I need to read the stars, because it's about Torian us. Thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a Torian. I'm a Torian. <laughs> Only Taurus is that. But I was convinced that Jonathan Kainer's partner slash lover was a Torian, because it would be like, oh, some people don't like experimental sex and forget the milk. <laughs> so... <laughs> And so it went, and it was like very personal. Could have ended with but Greg. If, but if they'd like to make it up to their partner, a weekend away this weekend would be nice. <laughs> okay, our last question for this round. Resizing your Word doc to font 11 from 12 so it all fits on a single page is probably one of the most satisfying experiences I'm aware of. Who wrote David. That? Yes, David. Is that Celia as well? That is Hamish Blake. A point oh. there for Hamish. Still, still stuck in year 12. Yeah, no, I get that though. You've got you've got some it's similarities because like, yeah. I I could have gone either way with you two there. Is um is uh running a pen out of ink? Oh, oh you like running? Oh my it god, out. it's the best. Oh. Yeah, because it's it's achieved its full purpose. Oh, right. That yeah, a lot of nods is here, completed. But then I, I just wonder if it you know then I go like, are you out or are you got a bubble? <laughs> but can you hold up the syringe and? I mean, not the syringe. <laughs> the that's not really that's not really a pen. You <laughs> One of my favourite things is running out an arm pen straight away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Me and Fleety did some arm pens the other day. I was like, wow. Awesome biros, guys. Just nose erasers for me. No arm pens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing. Unless you've got a kilometrico, one of those ones that runs for a kilometre, and you're positive you've measured how long you've written. Yeah. yeah. No, you just got to get out. It's out. But, like, you'd be a real bad paramedic. You'd be like, you faking? Yeah. <laughs> you really? There's a bunch of those little things that happen. Like, when... When the milk expires on your birthday, I'm always like, oh, yes, this is a good thing. That's my, that's my birthday. Yeah. Big, big birthdays. Big birthdays. <laughs> Down the 7-Eleven going. <laughs> Check the expiry date, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Kainer predicts it everywhere. He goes, go get the milk. You're in luck. <laughs> so, I, so Torians, I tied you to a tree and forgot you. We're on acid. 
Okay. Let it go. At the end of the round, the scores are Celia on zero points. Didn't get off the didn't get off the mark. Dave Callan on three points. Hamish Blake on three points. But in the lead, it's Uncle Gus Lawrence Mooney on four points. Uncle Gus Wild. Gusset Munch. Gusset Munch. Four it sounds points. like you're saying gusset much. Gusset like much. Someone who wears a lot of gussets. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This round is called Holiday. It'll be so great. In this round, you'll hear a story from one of our guests with three possible endings. Through a series of questions, you have to determine which one is the truth. If you're correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, they'll get the point. So today, we're hearing about a holiday that Dave Callan took. Now, two years ago, Dave went to Burning Man Festival in Black Rock Desert in Nevada. It's a week-long event where about 70,000 people create their own society, which culminates in the burning of an 18-metre effigy. Now, Dave was a fan of a lot of the event, but what was he not a fan of? Was it A, a group of men called shirt cockers who walk around the event wearing white T-shirts, shoes and nothing else so everyone can see their dusty dick and balls poking out from the bottom of their shirts? Was it B, there was a group of mimes who would go around doing mime shit to people and about five different times across the festival, they spotted Dave, came up to him and played with his beard. Or was it C... Well, that's bad miming. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather play with a mime beard on someone that doesn't have one? <laughs> you shit mime. For sure. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. <laughs> or C, a huge dust storm swept through the site. It was so severe that Dave tried to hide in his tent but as he was unzipping it, his tent filled with wind and blew across the site with all of Dave's clothes and his bedding in it. He got his tent back, but none of his clothes or his bedding, and there were two more days left of the festival. That's how he became a shirt coat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, A, B or C. You can ask Dave as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong so he can get your point. Well, I mean, are you under oath? Like, will you tell us the truth here? Or was this deliberate? No, he will deliberately try and lie to you. Well, I mean, mean, you did go to Burning Man, I assume that bit's true. Yeah, 2015. Cool. I I would love to go to Burning Man with you. Yeah. Has he, I mean, show a hand to Burning Man? Dave. No. More people in here (laughs) on LinkedIn than have been to Burning Man. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's a... Uh, connection um, there. Uh, now, it's cashless, right? Yeah. So, uh, how did you make money? How did you? What did you? Ex- <laughs> what did you exchange for goods? Um, I kind of cheated because it was my first time. I went with uh, a tour group that take care of your water and your food. So you just have to bring a tent and a bicycle. Right. Yeah. Con- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when when the wind blew your tent away, what happened to your bike? The, the bike stayed where it was. It, it wasn't airborne, like, because it weighs a fair bit. <laughs> Dave wasn't running one of those uh, dried linguine bikes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, these mimes, these mimes that were running around, who else did they pick on? What other stuff did you see them do? So they were climbing a lot of flagpoles and, like, <laughs> waving their arms like this, just to make it look like there was a flag at the top of the pole, yeah. So there, there were circus performers as well. But I they wonder were. if mimes their specialty. They <laughs> <laughs> don't sound world class to me. During, I, yeah. during, during the windstorm, did they mime walking into the wind? <laughs> <laughs> they probably would have. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> no, they mimed it into a glass box so they were safe. It was like, right. oh, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see you mime having your eyes wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. And now, how many uh, how many youths or, or people were in the shirt cocking gang? 
Oh, uh, there was dozens of shirt cockers. Yeah, dozens <laughs> of dozens. Um, pe- people do walk around in the nude uh, yeah. until there's a, a dust storm, and then they kind of yeah. run away. And I would say, in the yeah. nude, is less offensive than just a t-shirt. There's That's something about the, the t-shirt worst. and shoes that just frame the doodle in a. <laughs> In a way that's unsavoury. Well, do you know what I think it is? I've, I've, I've done my time in a nudist colony before, and it is the T-shirt and nude combos, the offensive bit, mm. because it's a surprise attack on your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're standing down, you go, I yeah. don't have to yeah. deal with anything here. <laughs> there it is. And there's a dick. Yeah, yeah that's true. You tricked true. me. You yeah. tricked me. That's true. It's, it's like someone jumping out of a cake. Yeah. There was just someone crouched there. On a yeah. platter, but you right. can see you'd be ready for it. Yeah. But it's, it's a surprise attack. But if someone's completely nude, you know what to expect. You're so. not going to look yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You see shirt off, you don't look down. I imagine it'd be like, you know those kids' books where you could flip mismatch like top half ballerina, yeah. bottom half fireman? That's what I think. I've got the legs matched from the wrong person. I love that. I always used to do the walrus standing on the ball and... Uh, <laughs> And magician. So I was like, fucking the, the walrus has got a moustache. Yeah. A, a walrus waistcoat. on a ball is a very good metaphor for these yeah. shirt cockers. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's not a dick, it's a doodle. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. It's tricky. It's, it's awful, though. This is like a list of the three of the most nude? annoying things did ever. You know, no, no, no so I did not. Yeah. No. I maintain my modesty at all times, Hamish. Remember, audience, Dave's deliberately lying. (laughs) (laughs) Do people have any more questions? Like Celia said, this is the most awful scenario. (laughs) Horrible. We just leave without the tent. No, I got it back within the same day. Oh, right. What did you do for clothes? Uh, uh, (laughs) I wore the same ones I had on when it blew away the, the rest of the time. And, uh, Which I imagine a Burning Man's not scandalous. No, you, you can get away with literally wearing anything. Yeah. Anything at all. I was wearing pyjama bottoms and a t-shirt for the rest of the you week. Maniac. <laughs> yeah. You maniac. Can I ask man. this? But look normal there, <laughs> compared to shirt cockers. It, it's not relevant to the three options, but is Burning Man just an annoying, hot, dusty festival full of stinky fuckwits? <laughs> uh, if you're not on drugs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a fun question. Did you talk to any of the shirt cockers? Did anyone give a reason of why they were doing that? Um, no, I never spoke to any of them personally, but mm. I think the whole kind of craze, if you want to call it that, just arose out of people wanting to be kind of different and kind of uh, stand out a bit. Just a bit. That was a bad just choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> just a touch. All right. I and it was comfortable, I think, for them. They, they they found it comfortable. Do we go as individuals? Yeah, individuals. So, okay. Lawrence, you got yours? Oh, you got another question. No, look, I'm, I'm going to go out here and okay. start locking some, start yeah. locking some answers yeah. down. I'm, okay. I'm leaning towards the mimes. The mimes. Do you reckon B? From what I understand and the few pictures and stuff I've seen of mates who love going, nudity, I mean, you're just not going to escape it. Yeah. Shadow cocking, you're not going to escape it. Mm. Uh, same with dust. But when you go out to the desert and you expect freedom from society, you do have a right to want to be free of mind. I think that's where a rational person would draw the line. I think they're going to make a mime-free area in future years. That's why a lot of other festivals now are pulling the crowd away. Because they're they're, they're mime-free. Yeah, but mimes at least, you know, they're quiet. I'm not so sure with these guys. They're playing with real beards. They need wind for flags. I think they just 
just people. Um, Celia, what are you looking? I think it's the shirt cockers. You think A? Of course. It's, I think it's awful. I just think. Of course. <laughs> of course. Some, some dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, just some dicks with their dicks. Some dicks with their dicks out. Mr. Moon? I haven't heard uh, such a compelling closing argument <laughs> as Hamish's since Atticus Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Into kill a mockingbird. So I say not guilty. Uh, I'm following Atticus B, with the mimes. The mimes. The correct answer was A. Celia gets a point. Dave gets two points. What? Annoying cult. fuck is wrong with men? They were Celia. actually. You said the word? What? They were actually all true, to be honest. Yeah. If, if you're trying to understand men without heavily factoring in the cock, then what? you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> that is what's wrong with men. We've got the a cock. cock and we need to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's almost just what's what with men. Yeah. <laughs> what's with men? They got a cock, Celia. The, but uh, Dave, you were sometimes uh, tiny, sometimes massive. But but, um, but always dangling. Yes. Just dangling, <laughs> dangling, dangling in hope, dangling in hope that it won't be dangling for long. <laughs> Make it hard, please. <laughs> please, please, please. That please whole monologue deserves to be written like poetry and put on a wall somewhere. That's <laughs> just about men. That should be a mural in Brunswick. Because <laughs> it can pass for it. Because you were saying... It was in iambic pentameter. <laughs> <laughs> like my cock. <laughs> Twelve beats. <laughs> and Twelve beats done. and we're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you were, saying, you were saying the shirt cockers, though, they were down in numbers the year you were there. The, yeah, you yeah. heard rumour oh, that they were they really were, popular. They were falling out of favour and then uh, they started to become kind of a laughing stocking. The first year, somebody just felt liberated and... Just went went around with the bottoms off, and probably whoever it was was obviously kind of uh, not a great human. So maybe they they got a they got a thrill out of people looking down and getting a bit of a surprise. So I think that caught on. I'm not sure if it was comfort or the fun of having people's eyes travel down and get a bit of a yeah, jolt. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. It's a sneak, sneak attack. attack. Yeah. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Celia on one point. Yeah, well scored. Thank you. Hamish on three points. Lawrence on four points, but in the lead now on five points is Dave Catlin. Hey guys, just stopping the podcast there to talk to you about Movement Watches. Our sponsor, Movement Watches, MVMT. That's how they spell it. You don't need vowels when you're this cool. Movement Watches, they're very good watches. They're very cheap watches too, only starting at $95. Do you know why they're cheap? Because you only get them online. They don't have any store. You can't get them anywhere else. You don't have to go and they the store hikes up the price just online cut out the middleman getting the watches straight to you and they've sold over a million watches a million watches that's so many watches it's a million that's how many it is and for you dear listener of don't you know i am you can get 15 percent off today with free shipping and free returns so for some whatever reason you don't like it because you're a crazy person or maybe i don't know, maybe you lose your wrists in a horrible accident and you don't need to have a watch anymore i don't know but you can return your watch free of charge. As long as you, this is what you, it's the important thing, to get this deal, you go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl. That's right. 
go slash Josh Earl so they know that you came because of Don't You Know Who I Am. Get a very good watch. They're very nice watches. I've got one myself. I wore it to a wedding the other day, Ronnie Cheng's wedding, and I got a lot of compliments on my watch. People are going, that's a very nice watch, Josh. And I'm like, thank you very much. And it is a very nice watch because it's classic. It's a classic design. It's a minimalist design as well. And I like minimalism. I like it in my clothing. I like stripy tops. I like white t-shirts. I like black jeans. And now I like MVMT watches. I like movement watches is what I'm saying. So go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl to get 50% off your watch, free shipping, and free returns. Anyway, back to the podcast. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. A lie, you say nah. A point, if you get correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you are incorrect. Okay, yeah. No, so today... <laughs> Play on. I'll edit. <laughs> Today, don't now. I need to know the board game this is relevant to. <laughs> In the first season of Rosehaven, Celia got on great with her makeup lady. Seven weeks into their friendship, an AD walked into the room to tell Celia something and said to the makeup lady, Oh, hi, Ellen. It was then that Celia realised that she'd been calling her Tracy for the last seven weeks. <laughs> After the AD left the room, Celia said, I'm so sorry, I've been calling you Tracy, to which Ellen said, I know, but it was too late to correct you, and look, it's fine. (laughs) Ellen was one of the first people they hired for season two. Yeah or nah? I'm going to go, yeah, I've been in that situation. I can relate totally if it is true, yeah. You don't want to ask her any questions? The podcast goes for a bit longer than five minutes? (laughs) (laughs) If it's going to go for longer than five minutes, can I order a drink? Yeah. Can we get Lawrence a drink? Can I get a pint of stout? I'll pay afterwards. I'm not just cashing in because I'm up here. (laughs) And a bottle of single malt scotch. Um, Was... uh, At what point did you first call her by what you thought was her name? Was it day one, day two? Oh, I don't know. It must have been early because I saw her every day. Hmm. And I was pretty, but it was often because I was often in there first because I moved makeup for five hundred hours. Luke McGregor swans in and has a puff of powder fluff in his face and walks on set. Yeah, so trademark freckles put on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> strand by strand, D- dyes his hair red. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. Uh, so I early would have been in there the first week. Mm, but what do you mean you were in there for hours? Your perfection. <laughs> What do they have to do? And you're you're filming so early as well. Luke was telling me, I saw Luke last week and he was like, it's like five o'clock starts for him. So you would have been even earlier. Yeah, four. At that nice, sunny, tazzy weather as well. It would have been lovely. cold. When you contacted Ellen and went, hey, is it Ellen? Yeah, it's Ellen. Uh, When you contacted her and went, hey, we'd love you to come back for season two, did she just go... Yeah, I know, because, <laughs> like, because I've got super you cool. completely. Yeah, yeah no, you, no. You hang yourself because of me, and I've got you over a barrel. Or was she like, oh, my God, thank you? No, no, she was excited. She was also wonderful and great. Yeah. And I love her. I was just a fuck. The worst part was when the AD came in and did it, I was giving them shit. They left. I was like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. That's <laughs> <laughs> your fucking name wrong. It's like seven weeks into the shoot. And um, she was like, no. Did you I'm freak like, out because when you're in the chair, yeah. often makeup people are slagging off other talent mercilessly yeah. <laughs> you think, and, and you think the last thing you want to do is upset a makeup person because yeah. you're next and so when you heard her real name did you think oh, oh fuck I'm next <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked 
this is, this is getting around. In, in this bus, for the whole <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. watching Ellen, yeah. not letting her talk to anyone. <laughs> because I know that wardrobe and makeup are like that. So whenever I go into wardrobe, when I'm occasionally employed, I always say, you know, they're, they're fixing you up, and I always go, Who's the smelliest one you've ever come across? And they just go, oh, my God, and just pour out. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I walk into makeup like I'm an Uber driver. Mint, water. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone ever asks, I'm an absolute delight to work with. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, have you changed your mind? Are you still thinking, yes, it's true? I think it's true, yeah. You are incorrect. It was oh, false. What? Oh. what? What? Her name is Liz, and I knew it was Liz the whole time. <laughs> Pretending. That so, I would have said yes too. Just because you think I'm uh, just get people's good acting, I, good writing. No, it's just a, think. A, yeah. just, <laughs> I just think just you're a really right. selfish person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it is true, and you end up spending like your makeup artist becomes like your like therapist and your yeah. mother because you're with them all the time at your most tired and your mm. most upset. And she's hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They always have really nice them. Sometimes they do that face rub when they take the makeup off. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, now we're just going deep on this. <laughs> and you don't get it from every makeup artist, but you when you get it. Have you and ever I, had and this? I miss them. They do because they come up and check on you and touch you, you touch your face yeah. and get really used to it. And I used to sing, I made up a little song. It goes, oh, nah, nah, touch my face. I do that all the time. <laughs> Guess you had to be there. Now you're out in the real world. No, no, no one, one gets it. When I was doing the Paralympics for Channel 7, uh, the makeup Is this when artist... you fell in love with that lady? <laughs> Thank you. It's been an hour, but it's been worth it. Thank you very much. I fell in love so many times. There it is. So fuck me dead. I've never felt so much love. No, it's just 100 metres, mate. It's a... Fucking boom. (laughs) Jellybird. No, the makeup lady at the end of the day would say... uh, you know, to be taking my makeup off and then say, uh, do you want a, you know, a face massage too? And I would say yes. And she would say, take your shirt off and I'll do your shoulders as no. well. Yes. <laughs> the like, truth. Weird that I'd have my makeup taken off at a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're a makeup artist? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable on the back of this Valiant Charger. <laughs> okay, to Celia. Now, Hamish's first kiss was with a young girl called Deb. Unfortunately, the relationship didn't last as she dumped him for Carlton football player and now breakfast radio host, Brendan Favola. That was his first kiss. Yeah or nah? Oh. See, you've chosen well that you know that I'm not going to know anything about football. football. <laughs> but I do really know there are no... <laughs> yeah, but if that might, it might help if I knew that that's a real person who's going out with that footballer. <laughs> but I don't think any young girl is called Deb. So this is my first... <laughs> <laughs> but that footballer has slept with all of the women. Really? Yeah, or, We're not going to do I the same LinkedIn hands up. <laughs> 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 just, just to protect okay. you. Okay, guys. Sorry. 
Hands up if you've been banged by Fev. <laughs> In the audience, who was here last week? Who was here last week? Was the name we made fun of Deb then as well? Was that the name? Oh. Sharon. Barb, yeah, it was Barb, sorry. Barb. Moving on, okay, so. De- Deb is definitely my Deb. generation. There's there's a is plethora you know of Deb Debs, is? but de- Wait, some Debs why don't. Are you, why are we assuming Blake he couldn't get <laughs> with a 45-year-old? <laughs> Too kind, but well, some some Debs, will, you go, oh, Debbie, and they go, no, 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 I'm a Deb, you know. You That's fucking whatever I call you. Because yeah. when I think Deb, Deb, I think you're instant mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that? It's the, it's the worst. What, what is that? Powdered that is potato? No, no good. No good. Yeah, powdered potato. So when Did your you mum tries to make KFC potato? at home, it has some yeah. Deb. Yeah, it's shit it's ass. terrible. Um, uh, okay, so how old were you? Uh, so this was, <laughs> this was 15, 14. First kiss okay. at 15? Well, it was, no judgment? This, yeah, well, I mean, this was... <laughs> This was one of the first kisses. <laughs> if, if we're going, the, the favola—I mean, the favola aspect was the interesting part. I thought there was something special between this girl and I, mm-hmm. and she was actually on crutches at the time. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm seeing a theme. It was at an after party. Um, it was at an after party for like a, a big, like a school event, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, the after party was at someone's house that had hay bales, so we we're pretty far out of the city. And there was, there was no, there was no sort of opportunity to go. Like it wasn't the right moment. I didn't know a lot about women, but I knew in front of everyone on a hay bale isn't gonna like that lowers your chances. So we said, "Come on, let's go for a walk." And she went, yeah, but I'm, I've broken my leg. <laughs> and I went, oh, you know, we don't have to go fast. <laughs> we went up the side of the house. I distinctly remember taking the crutches and going, let's pop these over here. <laughs> that's when you know how reversing. And that's when I swooped in. And that's yeah. When, that's when, when she couldn't get away. Was she crawling away, dragging herself, please? Like a vulture on a baby deer. Uh, talents are in. She, we, we had a very, very deep and passionate moment. And I thought to myself, I was like, this, this could this be big. It. I had to go at a you know one o'clock curfew. Brendan Favola was at the same, the same event. And uh, I would later find out when I met him, uh, you know, many years later, yeah. um, that um, so a young Fev. I hope so. Fev had. <laughs> <laughs> He was, <laughs> he was the same age. As uh, he is now. The same age as he is now. And he, yeah, she was one of his vampiric victims. <laughs> I know, he'd, he'd swooped in and done, look, I don't want to badmouth her, but considerably more. <laughs> and, uh, Who else was at this party? Was it like for the cast of Hey Dad? Was Rolf there? Uh, Cosby uh, came in and did... <laughs> no, he, he, I thought we were in love. Uh, this yeah. Saturday night and, uh, and it turns out that... Uh, just yeah, he cut my lunch. Right. So still, she's not with still, him now. He's now with a. He's now married to somebody else. Person. Okie dokie. We don't know what happened. He's now what back did? with the wife that left him, and then he was with. And if I was smart, I should have swooped in and got her. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was flat footed at the time, and uh, I, I wasn't able to sweep in and get Alex Favola. Oh. He was with Lara Bingle for not a bit. My biggest oh. regret. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, they're better suited to each other. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my story. Wow. What, do you th- what do you think, Celia? Yeah or nah? I think the, the crutches thing is pretty embarrassing for you, so I'm going to say yes, it's true. You are like correct, it was yes. true, yes. Oh. Very good. Check the email, Josh, because it was one of my first kisses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? Sorry. My real first kiss was weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a 
okay. 14, 15. Oh. 14 good. That's, I'd like to imagine it. That's a good time, isn't it? It's all right. If my son's fine. listening. About. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Yeah, yeah. About 30 is fine. <laughs> okay, I so. I do that to my son. No, you can kiss girls if you want. Yeah. You can kiss boys if you want. I'm not going to force you to not kiss anyone to your 30. I'm How just. I benefit from that. I'm just happy for the downloads. Thank you very much. He's just a massive fan of the podcast. He's pretty, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's he loves the jelly bird. Yeah. How old is he now? He's three years old. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so to Hamish. Now, Lawrence recently had an awkward conversation with his wife while his daughter was watching TV about who, if the other one died, they would want to be with from the cast of Play School. (laughs) (laughs) There's more. She said Andrew, and then Lawrence gave his answer of Leah, to which his partner said, but you know her personally. Lawrence said so, and she, she said, fine, I'm going to change my answer to Eddie Perfect Ben. They then had a small argument about trust. <laughs> yeah well, or nah? Well, I don't I, actually, I might have mistold that <laughs> because it was Tao that she said Tao. That, oh, that she wanted to be. Oh. And, and I love Tao too. But I, this is my second time around with um, Play School because I've yep. got a 17 year old and a four year old, and so I've been through it once before. Uh, marriage oh, dissolved. Noni for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I've met Noni on a couple of occasions and definitely Noni. Um, so many people from play school that I would just love to be with at story time. Uh, on the rocket clock. But uh, <laughs> the clock no, is ticking. It's more so, the mouse on the hickory dickory yeah. dock. I've seen I've seen it at the museum. <laughs> close was the daughter to the conversation? Could she hear the conversation? Uh, my daughter Maggie can hear the conversation, but she very rarely replays at the time. So she's absorbed in something. Then later on she'll say, I wish Tao was my daddy or something <laughs> of that nature. <laughs> so I said Leah, and uh, I have met Leah Vandenberg and did Agony Uncles and or Agony something with her 17 series of Agony. Um, <laughs> and then Ludie get a little bit annoyed at the fact that but you know her, it's like, but that doesn't make any difference if you died. And I call it the... <laughs> it, I, I mean, yeah, this I, whole, like, leave pass thing and everyone's like, oh, Angelina Jolie. You'd be like, or, more realistically, Rachel from Sales. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Cheryl from your work. Because yeah, you left out the word celebrity. Yeah, uh, I'll have a celebrity right. leave pass and then a realistic one. But... <laughs> And I, I have got a, a list called the worst case scenario. <laughs> worst case scenario list because you don't want to be grieving for too long. <laughs> but I, I think it's the fact that you smoke cigars at night and look at the list and go, oh yeah, just a <laughs> But she's looked at my worst case scenario list and gone, none of those women want you. Okay? So be, you've so you've you had two to... wives, you've got two children. I don't know whether your career is on the up. Uh, so nobody wants you. Like, you know, world is inundated by virus. 99.9% of women die. These are the remainers. Yeah. I am also only man. I do I do love Last Man on Earth where he marries the first woman he meets and then and just Jen, keeps Jen, meeting Jen, hot Jen, women. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, look, I'm going to go with that's true, since you went to such great lengths to correct who it was that you ended up with. Uh, although, can I just say, in, in this fantasy of yours, yes. let's say, oh no, worst case scenario happens. <laughs> um, and, I, I really thought that was Eddie Perfect walking in the back of the room. <laughs> Did you see that guy leave? I went, fuck, this is... Well, here's behind yeah, the curtain. Um, during a day like where she goes off and does play school, your new wife, 
uh, Leah, what, what, what's it like when she comes home? Like, what's the chat like? <laughs> You've thought about it, so take us there. Uh, I thought you did great today on play school. Um, <laughs> let me take your overalls off for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going with truth. <laughs> it was a lie. No. Oh. Oh. I want Tao as well. It was Jemima. <laughs> good, good lying. That was very good. good. Well played. So real, but so, <laughs> so much a lie. So to Lawrence. Now, Dave recently went to Japan with his sensei to fight ninjas. Or train with ninjas. When he ninjas. Got there, when he got there, <laughs> Dave realised he'd forgotten his brown belt. Thinking he had brought shame upon his sensei, his sensei surprised him though afterwards, saying, I think you've actually transcended that belt anyway. Congratulations, you're now first Dan. Meaning that Dave is a black belt without having done any of the official grading. Yeah or nah. For forgetting a belt. <laughs> That's the real test. So what was your destination in Japan? Uh, Nobu City. It's about an hour and a half out of Tokyo. So, yeah, a bit of a drive. Yeah. <laughs> or a run and if you train. <laughs> yes. So, it's, is it Nobu or Nobu? I'm saying Nobu, but I think it might be Nobu, Nobu. locally, yeah. Mm. yeah. Which, is, there's a restaurant named after that at the casino. Oh, yeah. Which I often frequent. <laughs> I could have just been there very, very high. <laughs> <laughs> you, Fighting ninjas. You're on a bender at the casino, Dave. <laughs> And, and yeah, yeah, you lost your belt and your pads no, and your shirt. You got arrested and they took your belt off you. That's yeah. what happened. You, you thought you were at Burning Man, but you were just outside Crown watching the flames with your cock out. With a T-shirt and shoes on. You're at my hometown, Burning Man. <laughs> it's all coming into one. What... What discipline, what martial art do you study, Dave? It's a uh, bujinkan. It's a uh, ninjutsu. The one that the ninjas did. <laughs> a second it sounded like bujinkan. Yeah. It's, it's the one you have to have a shove a dog at for. <laughs> we just do hand stuff, but we can't teach you leg stuff. So. It was really believable it... until you said ninja stuff. Just what, ninja the way ninjas fight. We give people ninjuries. <laughs> but you do but look fit. You Thank do you. look. Definitely you look tremendous. You look, you look one of the happiest. Of, yeah, you're at a moment of great centre. You're peaceful. So you're. Thank you. Your sensei's Japanese. <laughs> your sensei's. <laughs> your sensei's Japanese. I take it. Uh, no, he's from Adelaide. <laughs> His name is Matt. So, so you went to Tokyo with Craig Egan. Uh, what's his name? His name is Matt. Matt. <laughs> but I just call him Sensei. Because oh, you always need a Matt in the dojo. Yeah. I know, it's no ninjuries, so but... No, uh, <laughs> Wipe down your Matt after the class. <laughs> So, you, you, you got a brown belt. Did you remember your gi? Yeah, yeah, I had pants on and everything. <laughs> There's a no shirt cocking rule in the dojo. 
Oh, Although Dave. it is a good distraction if you want to you know, surprise oh, someone. I, you might have gone to the casino with Matt at Nobu <laughs> and got totally fucked up, but there is no way he went to Japan with his sensei. Nah. You are incorrect. He really ah! did, and that really happened. <laughs> Fuck that. Wow. <laughs> So was this a Matt? I'll fly you over to Japan. Like we'll go together, private thing. Just no, no. You and Matt? He uh, he goes to Japan about four or five times a year, and he brings two students with him, who he thinks might benefit from it. Yeah. Because it just all right. For a second, it just sounds like like Matt. I'll take you over, and then you get there and you go. I forgot my brown belt. And he's like, "Well, fuck, man, you're paying for the trip. You can be black if you want." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's your fantasy. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realise to be a good ninja, you just had to lose shit. I'm great at that. <laughs> as, as a ninja, though, um, at the moment I'm doing uh, six, six a week. Uh, yeah. Six a week. Six what? I was impressed enough. It was monthly. Six <laughs> training days. Days. Yeah, yeah. Six a days a week. Yeah. There's only seven, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say yeah. To that. That's <laughs> Six days yeah. of training a week. Yeah. Oh don't my cr- god. Don't cross him. He he will fuck you up. Well, I'm um yeah. If you're going to Japan to do it, like yeah, you should be doing six. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I just went to Japan and like I might do it again next year. But <laughs> and he's ha- committed. How long? Oh how god. how many years have you been doing this? Uh, three and a half. Yeah. I started doing it just as a joke. I thought, oh, it would be funny to be a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a ninja yeah. pamphlet and a pirate pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already look like one and drink enough rum, so let's go ninja. Double. But yeah, <laughs> the as most a, valuable ninja there is. As a large pirate, <laughs> do you do you have trouble disappearing like a ninja? Yes, I, I find it hard to be incongruent. <laughs> I know what's the word? Incognito or congruent? Incognito, yes. Incognito. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Hamish on three points, Celia rocking up. You're also on three points. Oh yes. Lawrence on five points. In the lead on six points is Dave Callan. Yes. Okay, our final round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you guys. You buzz in if you think you know who it is. You can't buzz in for your own. You get a point if you get it right. You lose a point if you get it wrong. The only round you can actually lose a point. Okay. Okay. Your names okay. are your buzzers. Oh, good. Names who, who? are your buzzers. Don't buzz in until I finish the question because the people at home write to me on Twitter. Buzzer. Okay. <laughs> question. <laughs> So my 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 impersonation of you makes you sound like a fucking idiot. Too. Like, <laughs> just saying incongruous words. <laughs> Buzzer. Okay, I'm ready. Like a big Gorky. <laughs> Gorky Park. <laughs> Question. <laughs> I've lost my brown belt, Matt. I don't know what the fuck to do. Don't worry about it, mate. Just get on the plane. We've been smoking ice since Adelaide. <laughs> I thought you were my sensei. <laughs> no, I'm your fucking dealer. Get some sleep, Dave, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Centrelink, not sensei. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Question one. Who waited in line for two hours to ride a tram to the top of a mountain in Hong Kong only for the view to be completely obscured by fog? Hamish. Yes, Hamish. Another one of these ninja missions. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did he learn a valuable lesson about the view from the top is not what it's cracked up to be and give us a belt and I'll upgrade you? <laughs> no, it was Silly Piccola. Hey. That's true, actually. Dave would have run up the mountain with a log on his back. <laughs> <laughs> or a log on his pants, too, depending on how long There is a very away. funny photo of you on that mountain. Oh, yeah. We went up. It took ages, Tom and Little were in Hong on, on Roadshow, and it's just white. And we just look so sad. Like, <laughs> we've been told how beautiful this view is, and it's just head up a sheep's ass. I imagine <laughs> this, that's what it looks a like. It's just a white, scene. heavily just. Thing. Heaven. It was heaven. So, let me ask you this. When you got on the tram cable car, was it already cloudy? Kind of, yeah. But we thought you'd be able to see something, but it was just yeah. white. It was like a bucket of paint. Which Let's get, go into the cloud. Hope for the best. Okay, question two. Yeah. Who has very strict guidelines on how to eat wedges with sweet chilli sauce and sour cream? Who's got very strict guidelines? Celia. Yes, Celia. Hamish. It is Dave Callan. Ah. Point off Celia there, yes. You you keep them separate. Yeah. I don't like seeing uh, chili sauce and the sour cream and then white stuff in the sweet and chili you sauce. I do not want to make him angry. <laughs> I, would like... I I I would agree with you, but to a point where it just becomes right. you just go, you I let it go. No, I'm, I'm 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 a hundo on this. I back you all the way, Thank and you. I like to. I I often because we want to mix them, but I often dip. Sour cream first, and then put in the sweet chili because there's less chance of sour cream falling off in there. But you know, yeah, sour right, cream doesn't okay. always yeah, ruin yeah, sweet yeah. chili. Sweet chili always ruins sour cream. That's the order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good point. So yeah, it's yeah. It's like but, a, it's a viscosity question. Can't can, can you just double end them like go dupe and then dupe with the other end? No. So you're not oh. dupping the same that end. In. With the whole wedge, double end up. It's hitting parts of your tongue at different times. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you've thought this through as much as I have. <laughs> we got another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something I did one day that just, even though I was doing I was like, what am I doing? Like, it must be how, like, if people are, like, driving drunk, really drunk feel. Like, fucking hell. I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) You don't ask yourself that. You just go, (laughs) woo! Fuck yeah! This is what I was doing. Having an out-of-body experience where I just dumped them together. And mixed them up. Because in my head, I was like, they're going to be mixed up anyway. Um... What happened? Oh, you took. Ah. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. It's like, it's like again, a... I'm not crazy. I'm not a serial killer. But for one day, it was okay. It's like one time I made a cup of soup in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I bet it was okay. Yeah, but I was just waited to get arrested. I just sat there going. <laughs> I knew what I was doing was wrong, but it was a fun thing to do once. Not like drink driving. Don't do that. <laughs> I've never been more prepared to follow someone since Gene Hackman in the Poseidon Venture <laughs> than when you were saying it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's like, fucking, let's go with this guy. If you I, go that way, we're going to burn to death. If I had a church, this would be my community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mixed. <laughs> That's what you're here for. To take a risk. Here's your wedge. Body of Hamish. Uh, <laughs> Hillsong. It is Body of Hamish. <laughs> Body of Hamish. It's a, it's, it's a doughy, it's white, <laughs> but it's hard around the edges. Yeah. And a little bit, <laughs> little bit spicy. And that was another edition of Chip Talk on Don't You Know Who I Am. Every week we get into it. Father Blake. Question three. Father Blake's Mysteries, tonight on ABC. <laughs> Question three. Who left a box of dildos in a bar in Perth? Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. No, that's the answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> a box of dildos. In a bar in Perth. Dave Carter. <laughs> no, it was Silly Bacola. Oh. True. 
a box of dildos with my name on it. <laughs> you don't want to lose your box. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst okay. part about it was it was a bar full of young people. Like, I almost wanted to ask the bar staff for ID. I'm like, how old are you? Let me see your fucking ID. And they were so young and cool. And I could just feel them, like, looking at me like, look at this old fucking washout. And they would have exactly expected to find that I'd left a box of dildos. I think so. Okay. So, so. The elephant in the room. Can I just ask a question? The elephant New in the room. New dildos? New dildos. Can I ask okay. the elephant in the room? How much money do you earn? No. Uh, <laughs> why do you have a box full of dildos? It was a prop for my show. And by show, I mean life. Yeah. Um, no, no. I mean holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It was props for my show. I gave away a dildo at the end of every show last year. Makes me really happy. A fresh one. Can I ask, was it like a, an expensive dildo or just a... Because there's, there's a... <laughs> Welcome no, back no, no, to our please, show, please. Will Be Dildo Talk. <laughs> you, you, you no, no. Okay. Definitely not sweet chili. Definitely not sweet chili. I'll go with a vibrator, okay? I, I, I would call, you know, okay. the rabbit right. and, and, you know, you've got three pearls oscillating on the end and, and a vibrating kind of clitoral stimulator. A dildo is just a dumb battering ram, just a jam <laughs> no. in an well, orifice, okay? What? So what the fuck are we talking okay, about? Okay, okay. Well, then by that rationale, they're vibrators. But unfortunately, dildo is a funnier word. Yeah, yeah they of were, course. Because they were comedy. They, it was, they were really large, so I'd still call it a dildo for comedy purposes. And purple. Here's my issue with it, because we had to find them. I have a person whose job it was to go sourcing <laughs> dildos for me for my work. Kevin White. Uh, Kevin White, yeah. Um, dildo Hunter. It, dildo Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on oh ABC. Oh my god, please guys! Please. <laughs> <laughs> I've sanitised my hand. <laughs> so Is that like the dangerous catch? It's the one that we found in the end that was I was happiest with because it was big and funny and purple. Is why they obsessed about trying to make it look realistic, like putting veins on it and stuff. It's like no. Oh, if I could, if I could snap my fingers and remove veins from the real ones, I'd do it like that. Well, You're not alone. <laughs> to get the blood back to our heart. <laughs> <laughs> or to the end pooling, of the bell. Pooling, pooling. Jesus. <laughs> I don't care about your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Just the no, one-way pumping system till a <laughs> massive blood-engorged cock so eventually bursts you'd, you'd and notice, the man bleeds out. That, you'd notice if you took the veins away <laughs> because it would eventually pop and it would be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> And that's physics. I'm t- all right, all right, all right. You right. cannot pump water one okay. way. All right, take it all right. Dad works in irrigation. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Hamish's dad in here to join yeah. this conversation? Can I just say, though? So if you're Mr. Giving... Blake, get your cock out. You... Point to the veins on it. Actually, you can pump it one way, but then it will pop up and spray. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am talking purely aesthetically can I, speaking. Can I say, if, someone, if you've given someone a dildo in every single show, yes. that means there's like, what, you did the show 50 times? There could be 50 people every time they use that thinking of you. I'm okay with it. I don't. I, don't, I certainly. I don't, I don't have to do it. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have to. I don't Did you ever know. give it to a man? Yes, but it was Here's hard. Here's one. Dildo hunter bought. Here's a dildo right. So you don't know, but it was hard. I had to experiment because I wanted to. Uh, originally, it was going to be stuck under, just stuck under the chair, the dildo itself. But then, <laughs> but in a what box, could go wrong? Like an Oprah Winfrey like maneuver. Yeah. You don't only... have a sex toy. You don't have a sex toy. You do have a sex toy. You don't have a sex toy. <laughs> so it took age because also dildo. we can only do one a show. I can only do one a show because uh, ABC money, I couldn't afford yeah. it. So it was one a show, right? But um, I didn't want, I found um, if it, people drew attention, so if the rest of the audience knew that person got a 
dildo, they felt really uncomfortable and I wasn't trying to shame. The point was to, to have them in private, right? Yeah. And one time in Perth and I was experimenting when it was just a dildo, it was a, the first time it was a man. If you haven't seen that chair and I was really excited. <laughs> and I was like, you want? Here's the dildo. There's no shame. Congratulations. Go home. And then he came and I was really excited. It was a guy. He went home. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like on the spot? No, no, no. I wasted my bloody dildo, man. I'm getting overexcited. Sorry, so, dude. I, 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 I know. <laughs> no, but he, oh. he kept it and he and he took it. I was like, yes, and I left that out. I was like, oh, fantastic! Finally, it's a guy, that like, man, you know, who could experiment or do whatever. How exciting for me! He came back the next day. He came back and he gave it back to me. He's like, I'm so sorry. I don't want this. I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, no, it's a, no, just have it. Give it. He's like, no, I feel weird. I don't want it. And he gave it back to me. So, oh. failure. Hey, so then, uh, yeah. are you okay? No, you can't give a dildo back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what to do with this. Sorry. <laughs> Seems like you might know what to do with this. <laughs> Lisa, I was like, what? Uh, no. I gave him batteries as well. It's really yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. Figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so then, um, after that, so then at the end I experimented, it was a, they got a gift oh, bag that had... <laughs> In the end, I gave away a gift, a show bag, because I also thought, as an adult, how often do you get a show bag that had a bunch of stuff in it, all relation to jokes in the show, including the dildo. Someone got a dildo. Yeah. So someone got a dildo, but the rest of the audience didn't know that person got a dildo. So oh, yes, right. there are 50 people also in the world who now own dildos who didn't before because so, of me, and it's one of my proudest <laughs> achievements. And tax time would have been so fun. That, that, yeah, 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 oh yeah. my God, yeah, tax deductible dildos. Yeah. Oh, I meant actually shoving up your ass and oh, doing right. tax time. <laughs> <laughs> Just riding it as you do your best. Just like. And that's why you come I'll to show the show ATO. Later. One in the basket, one in the <laughs> It's the best way to do it. Question oh, four. Yeah. Yeah. Question four. Who Jeez, here? I'm ten. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to pick up my kids as well. Okay. Yeah. Life takes my life until I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Okay, oh, it's three thirty. Our booking at Francois is for five. Uh, <laughs> who here once had a job as a furniture polisher? That's not a euphemism. Who had a furni- who was a furniture polisher? Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. Dave Callum. It was you, you dipshit. Okay. <laughs> that is. That is some Wikipedia bullshit. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. That's not true. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was you, you dipshit. <laughs> question, <laughs> question five. Who here once accidentally went to school dressed as a clown? Who once went to school dressed as a clown? Accidentally. Celia. <laughs> yes, Celia. Dave? It was Hamish Blake, yes. <laughs> Hamish is just... We had... Uh, I think it was year three, so I was at eight. We had Crazy Bottoms Day for charity. We've never had it before, so it was a new thing at the school. Crazy, crazy Bottoms, bottoms Day? Not Nothing to do. Was it tax time? I'm going to have a Crazy Bottoms night. Uh, and it was like, you know, wear happy pants, I guess, was the idea. Bring a dollar for charity and you can wear zany pants at school. I didn't have zany pants, but we had a dress-ups box at home that had a full onesie clown suit. <laughs> And I was eight, and I'm realising how very sheltered eight-year-old. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'll wear this. And then I was had it on, and mum, because she was really, you know, she was still is very encouraging, go for it, honey, like, you know, don't, yeah, do whatever you want. She was like, well, since 
you know, you've got the pants and it's a onesie, oh. just go as a clown. Like, it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I just loved, I loved dressing up in anything and I let that love blind me <laughs> to the fact that I would have to go to school like this and walk past the high school. And as I was walking to school, as a clown, I was like, I have made a huge mistake. I have made a massive mistake. I'm going to quietly take my notes. I'm taking my notes. Oh, that's so sad that the little... Oh. I'm going to take that off and I'm going to put a jacket on and try and be a low key clown. <laughs> oh my God. The That's the, the saddest, crazy oh. bottoms day. I, I understand the uh, feeling. I once had a crazy tops day where uh, when I was a kid, the movie Breakdance to Electric Boogaloo came out and one of the main characters had a crop top. But, um, and so. Uh, <laughs> I decided the night after, which was Saturday, uh, <laughs> uh, I would I would imitate Enrique by cutting a T-shirt in half, and my mum's like, "They're going, are you sure, love?" Of course, I'm sure. We'll play out the scene. I'll be you. You be your mum. I'm David. Davis. Yes, Mum. What are you doing? I'm cutting a t-shirt in half. <laughs> because I want to be Enrique from Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but... <laughs> Mum, do you know what Boogaloo means? <laughs> is, that, is that someone who hides in the closet, love? <laughs> I don't think it's a Chris Lilly character. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I lost the audience. Uh, and your accent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're the mum now. <laughs> yes. All right, moving uh, on. Well, so can I, fit, can I quickly oh, yeah, finish the story? <laughs> yes. So the following day was a Saturday. I saw Electric Boogaloo on the Friday. Cut my crop top up on the Saturday afternoon. Went out to the youth club and I just got there and I realized Enrique was a wiry Latino kid. <laughs> And I was a big, fat, white kid from Ireland. <laughs> and I thought I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. But you can get so excited at the prospect of dressing up at home. Yeah, of course. And then the you... World, yeah, yeah. Full of judging eyes. And I also had white Dunlop volleys with rainbow laces in them too. I just I was just so pumped because it was our easily our best at-home dress-up school outfit. And um, not everyone respected the dress-up spot like we did. And how did you disguise yours? Because I just sat at the youth club with my arms folded like this, like drinking a Fanta for the rest of... I had a bomber jacket, the school kind of like tracksuit bomber jacket, but I had a white frilly neckline. It was like a white lace. It was like an 1800s French clown. So not like not a current day kids party. It was a French clown. Oh yeah, like the one with the one tear that yeah, comes yeah, down. Yeah. Like oh, Pal- amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, oh. There was more than one tear. Do you know what? The only way to get that time back is for both of you to relive those moments publicly. To yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to go places. Like a Saints and Sinners party. Hamish Blake and Dave Callum were shot dead by police inside inflation. (laughs) 
Okay, question six. Only question six. Okay, here we go. <coughs> Who has a song on iTunes called Where the Fuck's the Venger Bus? Oh, Hamish. <laughs> yes, Hamish. I'm going to say Dave Callan. Silly Picola oh, does, yes. yes. Sorry, sorry, I'm, It's not my song. Well, you, it's, I mean, you're, I mean, you're featured in it, and yeah. it says if you type in Silly Picola into iTunes, that comes up. Oh, yeah, it's a good cool. song. It's by uh, DC3 or, or Damien Cowell's Disco yeah, Machine, yeah, who yeah, was in TISM. Yeah, 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 Very good. yeah, yeah. He came into, he recorded it in my flat. Ah. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> he was in my flat. Yeah, cool. it was very scary, but it's just talking is good because yeah. I do not sing. You say you say bullshit a lot. Bullshit. Yeah. About the punctuality of the Venga bus. That was when <laughs> I was in Japan. I said no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question seven: Who here, as a child, learned African drumming? Who learned African drumming? Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. Hamish Blake. You are correct. It was Hamish Blake. Yes. <laughs> Encouraging mum. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Be African, Hamish. Just be African. <laughs> Lawrence Just get triple points <laughs> wow. for having an almost uncanny amount of insight into a, into a young Hamish upbringing. I Just be as African as you want, Hamish. We, You've been a clown. We you can do the, anything. We had, we had the Paul Simon video at home. And, uh, and I was playing an ice cream thing. And mum said, you seem interested. I'll take you to Victoria College of the Arts. And you can do a weekend course. And it was me as an 11-year-old. And everyone else was about 60. <laughs> and uh, But they were a very welcoming drum set. But at the time, I was like, what more can there be but bopping <laughs> in rhythm? And I was like, well, I guess that's why I'm going to the, this 10-week course. I'll learn. And at the end of it, I was like, I think it's just bopping in rhythm. <laughs> I, I could tell you no. There's, no. there's no other trick to it. Just bopping in rhythm. Don't be culturally insensitive, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't mind you having a go, but don't tear it down. I'm so sorry. Question I'm eight. So <laughs> Question eight. Who here, who here does Pilates? Or who here is on record as doing Pilates? Celia. Yes, Celia. Dave. It's Lawrence Mooney does Pilates, yes. yes. Core Pilates, Armadale, bring it. <laughs> I don't think Pilates has a gang sign, but... Yeah. <laughs> I am the youngest person in that room. I come, why don't I come and play African by many, <laughs> <laughs> by many decades. Can okay. you show us a pose? I'm sorry? Can you show us one of your poses? <laughs> okay, so I'm on the reformer bed. Careful. <laughs> Nice. Now, Celia, can you show where we would insert it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, question nine. Who, according to their Wikipedia page, is sometimes called Danger? Who's sometimes called Danger? I'm going to go Hamish. Yes, Hamish. I think I'm almost negative, so I need some points back. <laughs> Danger was Dave Callan. You are correct. Yes, it was Dave Callan. Yes. <laughs> and our last question for the live series. Here we go. Who here had clown wallpaper in their room as a child? <laughs> David. Dave says, Hamish, it was Lawrence Mooney. Oh, yes. Didn't know you were part of the brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> the old I, baby you look very closely, they all had my face. <laughs> I love that clown wallpaper. I mean, only just got taken down as well. They went in with one of those black lights and... Uh, <laughs> It had help me written in semen on it. So, <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Hamish Blake on one point, everyone. Give up Hamish. Hey, I fought hard for it. Celia Pacola also on one point. Hey. Wow. You guys suck. Lawrence Mooney on four points, but yeah. our winner on five points is Dave Keller. Electric Boogaloo.
time, just before we go, a quick uh, round of where you can find you. Dave, you're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've taken four months off to study ninjutsu full-time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Four months so, off the internet. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, <Gotcha. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I get banned for using the wrong <laughs> things. <laughs> Definitely get mistaken for white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you leave the earlier bit in so that yes. makes sense. <laughs> 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 so we so it's, Dave is not that. Dave, Dave Callan twit on, on yeah, yeah. Twitter. What date's this going to work? On Friday. Yeah, It'll be on you Friday. you got a new online identity coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start a character on... Uh, Just wondering, uh, so Friday the 25th of August. August, yes. Because you're... We'll do you now. Because you're, you're doing a, a show at the Arts Centre. I'm doing a show at the Playhouse on the 26th of August. Come along. There's hundreds of tickets still available. <laughs> We'll, we'll all go. Okay. Uh, and uh, if you don't want to catch me on the 26th, you can uh, check me down at Core Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> just opening my adductors like a lotus flower. Are you, are you just doing Melbourne or are you going interstate? In, in no, I only do Core in Armadale. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking it on the road, buddy. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Celia, Rosehaven uh, 2 is coming out soon. Yeah, so we just finished filming yeah, Rosehaven Season 2, so we're editing. I'm not sure when that will be on air. But yes, woo. Yeah. First it's season exciting. was awesome. Oh, thanks, man. You're great. Thank you. Really great. And are you, doing, are you doing any shows now you finish filming? Are you going to do any shows No, not or? yet. I, I'm hoping to hopefully we'll to get back into stand-up soon, but at the moment I've got nothing to say. <laughs> That's fine. Right now, but yeah, soon. Fine. Soon. Hamish Blake. Uh, this is probably the highlight of my week, so you've seen it. <laughs> um, but if you're listening to this in the past, come on down uh, to, <laughs> to, to see the live podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm just doing a radio show. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ads, but if, hey. yeah, it's not for a podcasting audience. Don't you have a, don't you have a TV show on uh, as well? We do, so, yeah, true story. Uh, Tuesday nights, 8.40, Channel 9. Great. Can, can I ask this uh, as Lawrence Mooney doing an impression of me? Yes. What have you got on, Joshua? Oh, <laughs> hey, uh, this this will be in. It if you're listening to this good. and you're in Sydney, I'm going up to Sydney on October eight. Uh, come along; it's going to be very, very fun. We're doing it at the. Did cafe you just Lounge. say you're just going to Sydney on October the eighth, like with your family? I'm doing this. Oh, the podcast. I'm doing this. Yeah, and then I'm going to be I'm going to be in Brisbane. If you've got kids, I'm doing my kids show Oliver up a tree in what, Brisbane. What if you don't have kids? Are you still doing it? Yeah, I, <laughs> and you, and you still come along. It's it's fun. Anyway, and then uh, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for downloading. Thanks for coming. Give yourself a round of applause. Round of applause for Austin here at the bar at Sunbelt Morning. Thank you, everyone who's been downloading. Thank you, everyone who bought season tickets. Give your season ticket holders a round of applause. You, you guys can, every every week. Thank can you. Can I just say, just as a, a, a PS, an NB, a sub note, I've never laughed so much <laughs> in a podcast ever. Oh, this, thank you. No, thank you, guys. It was fucking been, just great. Awesome. A treat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel know. refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. On that note, thank you, guys. I'm going to have a drink. Stick around. Bye. Woo! Hopefully it recorded. <laughs> into an absolute shit I'm, <laughs> I'm not even bothered. Because that was so much fun. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.